feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go, go. Hey guys, what's going on? I've got Iowa Kavi with us today. Man, this guy is a beast. He is literally a beast. He is a prophetic kingdom coach. He is a businessman. He is a speaker. He's an, I don't know, are you an author, man? I, we're going to have to talk, dude. So, dude, how are you today? Christian, I'm doing really good. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. Man, it's such a pleasure, dude. Like, literally, I just want to have a cool, relaxed chat with you right now, you know? Um, yeah, dude, how, how have you been? Man, things are really good. Things are picking up in the business. God is showing up in supernatural ways. It's good on YM, man. And I'm I'm seeing you progress and grow. Like, what's going on with you, man? Man, there's tons going on with me. My goodness. Um, <laughs> my God, God is doing his thing. I like, I don't even, I'm not in the driver's seat. I'm not, you know, God is driving the wheel and um, he's doing his thing. And I'm, I'm really relaxed about it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm in a very grateful position. I think I should stay in gratefulness because it's like blessings just keep flowing. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I feel like I'm in the same, that same similar season with you. So I get it 100%. Yeah, cool, man. So, dude, today we're talking about how God is impressed by character. Right? What does that mean to you, man? So what does that mean to me? So God being impressed by character, what is it that you do when people aren't looking? Like, what is it that you do when people are not in the room? Christian, I tell the entrepreneurs that I coach all the time, like, it was something that led you to this point in your destiny. Something got you here. And it was what you did when people wasn't looking. <laughs> like, before you become a CEO, what most people don't understand is that you have to be tested and tried by God without knowing that you're tested and tried by him, right? Yeah. And so it's the things that we did, the opportunities that was put in front of us and how we handled those opportunities. And so... When I think of God being impressed by our character, he's impressed when we did things that were the right things when nobody was looking, even when we did not think he was looking. So yeah, that's my definition of it. My goodness. Especially when he's not looking is the key there, man. You know, so, you know, I've got the segment that's going here. It's the makings of a wealthy kingdom entrepreneur. And I really believe character, being able to steward that wealth is such a key concept. You know, it's such a thing that we have to have. Man, talk to me a little bit about your journey in developing character through it all. through the, Because I, I know what it's like, you know, businesses up and down. But tell me, what's your journey been like for that? Yeah, I, honestly, I think my journey has been hell. And I think that's what's developed my character. You know, when oh. people look at entrepreneurs and when they look at CEOs and chairmen mm. and, and even kingdom prophetic um, leaders, they think, wow, these people, they just got there. <laughs> but they <laughs> no. don't understand all the hell that it took to get there. Like, I didn't just yeah. get here overnight. I just didn't walk and stumble my way into this. Nobody handed this to me. I had to go out and get it, but I got it through suffering. Mm. And when I look at Jesus on the cross, he suffered but it created a character within him that nobody could take away from him. And so I often tell people like you step into your identity, like you be the leader that God has called you to be because essentially you was the one that went through the hell to get it. So when you see me smiling, like when you see me living my best life, when you see me doing the things that most people could only dream about, there was hell that was connected to getting to where I was. And so it was creating character within me. And so I always tell people that the hell that you're experiencing now, the torment that you're going through right now, it's all working together for your good. And it's creating a character within you that most people 
they would not be able to become unless they had gone through the things that they went through that created and made them who they are. So, yeah. That's heavy, dude. That is heavy. Yeah. It is really heavy. You know, it's like, I'm just thinking of the stuff that I've been through and it's like, you know, I've been talking to quite a few people lately about um, the wilderness, you know, and (laughs) man, that is where we get crushed. You know, and I know you're not a stranger to the wilderness. You know, um, yeah. What was your wilderness period like? My wilderness period was it, it was pressure, like it was. <laughs> but you know what I learned throughout all of that is that pressure creates power. And I think mm-hmm. I was crushed and I was smushed and I felt so limited. And I was like, God, is there ever an end day? Have you ever been to jail before? Because I haven't. I'm going to be honest. But I know that there are some people that are listening. They either know somebody that's been to jail before or maybe they felt like they was in prison. And that's what the yeah. wilderness felt like. Mm, like I didn't like, know when yeah. I was going to come up out of it. I didn't know if I was going to come up out of it. But it was the moments that I stopped thinking about what I was in. And I started focusing on my relationship with God. Yeah. It's crazy because I was telling somebody this the other day. It's like the more, the less I wanted it, the more God started to give it to me. Mm. And so when I was in the wilderness, and if there's anybody that's listening today that's currently in the wilderness, I would tell you to stop worrying about being in the wilderness and start getting caught up in your relationship with God. Because the more that you stay in his presence and the more that you allow him to take you into deeper levels of knowledge and revelation of him, it's going to ultimately be the thing that free you from the thing that you're trying to get up out of. It's a cheat code. Like if you just get in his presence and you just stay with him, you tell God like, hey, you know, all the fancy cars and, and the dreams that you put on my heart and the relationships and the marriages and the business ideas. Like, you know what, God, that can come later. Right now, I just want you. I want you. I don't want those things. And the more that I started to pursue God versus those things, it's like he just started throwing those things away. And so hopefully that answers the question. But, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. No, it really does. You know, it really does. You know, I can I can see I can see the different aspects God has cut out in you, man. You know, I've I've, I've been watching your journey, and um, you're like this diamond with different sides to you. You know, and every single side sparkles. Man, that is a good analogy. My God, thank you, wow. Jesus. Every single side sparkles, bro. Every single side sparkles, and I just want to say. I'm so proud of you, dude. Uh, lately, I've been so proud of people. <laughs> but, dude, I can say for sure, the stuff that I've seen God do through you, unbelievable. You know, t- talk to me a little bit about the companies that you've created, man, because you've created a few companies now. So when I first started my journey, I was working for somebody else's company. Okay. And I knew that God led me to this company. And I said, God, one day I hope to run this multi-billion dollar company, right? Mm. <laughs> So I had a dream to run somebody else's company, but God started to surprise me. I, he asked me to step away from corporate America one day. I had just got ready to be promoted. I was making 120000 He was about to promote me to the next level, and he asked me mm-hmm. to let go of my job, right? Yeah. And so yes. I didn't understand. I'm like, God, why are you asking me to let go of my job? Like, this is the thing that you was going to give me. I was getting ready to get promoted so that I could run this company on a higher level. Why are you asking me to let go of the thing that you've asked me to step into? Have you ever been in a situation where something that you had but you knew God was asking you to let it go. And that's where I found myself cruising, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was torn. I was torn in between letting go of this thing that God had given me and the thing that he wanted to give me. But the thing about the thing that he wanted to give me, I didn't know what that thing was, right? Yeah. But I decided to step out on faith. I decided to walk away from it. And as I walked away from it, I walked into the next level of my destiny. And for me, that was running my own company. Mm-hmm. See, 
I had a dream that I wanted to run somebody else's multi-billion dollar company, but God gave me a dream and he gave me a new thing to where I could run and start and grow my own multi-million dollar company and build it up to that level, right? And so the companies that God has created through me today has been, wow, it's, it's just, it's been a lot. It's been one thing leading to the next thing. Yeah. Um, right now I'm working on um, our carry organization and mm-hmm. I have this program that's called the Entrepreneur Training Program, right? Yeah. And my vision that God has given me is that we were trained to be employees. We were trained to work for somebody else. But who's trained us to think like a leader? Who's trained us to think like an entrepreneur? Who's trained us to be who we have not yet been taught to be, right? Mm -hmm. Like school didn't teach us to it. The corporate America executives, they taught us how to run their companies if we've ever played that part. And other than that, we're just kind of out here. I see so many entrepreneurs, they're just kind of out here doing what they think they should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. And I often think about Noah and how he was building the ark and God wasn't going to allow certain things to take place until Noah built that ark the way that God needed Noah to build that ark. And there's so many entrepreneurs who have started the company, who have, you know, created the vision that God has given them, but they're stuck. They can't get started. They can't grow. They can't grow the company. It's something that they're missing. They think they got it all, but there's something that they don't know that they need. And I think that the entrepreneur program introduces them to the community that they need. It introduces them to the tools and the resources they need. It introduces them to the simple method that they need to grow their business to six figures really quickly. So that's my baby, man. Like the entrepreneur training program is my baby because I get to provide a safe place for entrepreneurs who aren't just Christian entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, people that are just, you know, maybe they know that God is leading them, but yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. a place where people can come and learn how to start, yeah. run, and grow their businesses with community. Very cool, man. So, so, man, like, it's very clear. God takes us out of the world, takes us into training, and then he sends us back into the world. Right? Yeah. And that's, it's, it kind of seems like that's what he's doing here for you right now. He's trained you, and now he's sending you back into the world. But when he's doing it now, you're a totally different person literally and you've you're equipped in such a way that you are able to transform other people the very thing you needed to become you became it but now you it's time for you to do it for others and that's what i see dude i really see that you know yeah no go go ahead because i wanted to elaborate on it but please go ahead yeah no I, i was just gonna say like in the development of your character through that all, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a man of integrity. I'm seeing a man of just stewardship. You're able to steward not only the resources, able to manage it, but it's not like you have some big team or something doing this for you, right? right. You're doing this like on your own with God and it's like, you literally are creating empires you are creating empires for those that are listening right now just before you um elaborate more on what you're about to say just tell them some of the names of your companies that you have so i got our carry organization i got Mm -hmm. our carry leadership academy where we help entrepreneurs make that shift from their nine to five into Mm full-time entrepreneurship I also have 
Ira Carey Consulting. I have Ira Carey Consulting. And we had so many companies that God was creating through me that we had to do like a holdings wow. company. <laughs> so okay. we called it God and I, we named it Ira Carey Holdings. And it's the parent company yeah, to multiple companies. Yeah, like he's doing a lot. I'll tell you, man, like um, mm -hmm. it's none of me. It's all of God. He's doing it all. And, you know, one of the questions I always ask God and I challenge the entrepreneurs that I coach to ask God is, God, what is it that you want to create through me? But recently I've been asking God, God, who is it that you want to be through me? Because I have to play different. I feel like God likes to play different characters through me. Yes. And I think that, you know, at every level we are called to be a certain type of person. And coming from someone who used to struggle with rejection and what the world thought about me and, mm -hmm. and, and, and me really owning my identity. It was really when I got my identity in Christ that I started to determine that, hey, this is who I am. You're either going to accept me or not. And I'm going to be my the fullest version of myself because if I can't be my true self, then I can't be connected to you in this season, right? And I started, God started telling me that you got to be yourself so much that you start to push the people away that are not connected to you and your destiny. Wow. And yeah. I think that could be a word for somebody. I think there may be people that mm -hmm. are out there right now who are who I used to be and they were scared to be their full, most authentic, higher self, right? Yeah. And so when I started to established myself based on who God said I was. And I took back my identity, not who the world said I was, not who my mom and my dad said I was, not who my best friends from 20 years ago said I was, but who God said I was. It was in those moments where it ultimately allowed God to be the fullest expression of who he wanted to be through me in this season. Mm -hmm. As a summary, the companies that God has created through me has just been, it's been multiple companies and it, it blows my mind the things that he's doing with less resources. <laughs> like God yeah. continues to tell me that you have everything you need. You don't need a big team in this season with where I'm taking you. You don't need a big, um, a, a large budget with where I'm taking you because God will put you in positions and he will give you ideals and he will set you up with different automations that will allow you to do things that only once were impossible to people who were making billions. He'll make it mm -hmm. possible to people who are not making billions. Yeah. Absolutely powerful, man. Absolutely powerful. Where do you see everything going now? Where's the, what's the vision, the goal? Are you able to talk about that, that God has shown you? Yeah, so the vision for me is a question that I often used to ask God, and I would just go to God and say, God, like, what's the vision? Like, what's next? Like, what's coming? Like, what do I have to look forward to? And God is like, you don't really need to know what you don't know right now. And I had to get accustomed to that because there are certain levels in your journey, what I've discovered, where God will give you a vision and you'll start to work towards it. But then there is a certain point where you start walking so close to him yeah, that you will have a big vision, but it's almost like he'll be so cautious with the vision that he want to give it to you step by step. <laughs> so what I mean by that is like, God to say like, Hey, you know, there's something great coming, but I just don't want to tell you what it is because I got a surprise for you. And if I tell you everything, I'm going to learn it. So I'm going to give you bits and pieces. And if you will just trust me, if you will just do what I said, if you'll take step one, I'll give you step two. And by the time you get to step three, you will know step 10 because step 10 is going to lead to step 20. And sometimes God will give you pieces here. And put, so what I've learned throughout all of this cruising, hmm. maybe this can help someone too is that I don't need to know what I don't know. I don't need to know 10 years down the line because there was once upon a time where God gave me a vision 10 years down the line, but guess what? Yeah. It didn't turn out like that. And yeah. so I, I've now started to become comfortable with just taking it one step at a time. And so my vision is God's vision and whatever that is is what he leads 
into me into over the years. So yeah. My goodness, dude. And dude, I, I can literally see on each of those levels of the journey, call it chapter one, call it chapter two, etc. You know, I can see the development of how character matters on each level. Because if God's gonna put put you in such a position and have you with such responsibility, you know, I was talking to um I was, I was talking to uh, someone just now. Her name's Prophet Yahana. And we were talking about having a broken heart. And you have to have a healed heart for where you need to go. And I really believe that at the level that you have and that God is going to take you to, the leadership that will be projected coming from you, the anointing that transcends i don't know how it works you know through the atmosphere into people your heart needs to be so healed up you know from things of life and so that people will get healed as well but obviously like a broken-hearted person will just project brokenness you know so in terms of healing for your heart now in maintaining such responsibility and character is there something that you do to continually maintain such an attitude and humbleness? Heal people, heal people, and broken people break people. And I think that it's important mm -hmm. to hang around heal people because the people that you hang around is the people that you start to become. And I think what keeps me humble is staying committed to God. I think mm -hmm. what keeps me healed is staying connected to God because I can't be hanging around people of my past. I can't be going back to the things that was trying to break me. I can't be going back to the things that I used to be associated with because in the past and previous moments where I found myself going back into those things, I found myself being unhealed. I found myself walking back into brokenness. I found myself mm -hmm. worrying about what other people think about me. I've learned to worry about my character, not my reputation. My character is who God says I am and my reputation is what others think of me. At every level, God has asked me to play different characters. When I was a CEO, I had to act like the CEO. I had to act direct. I had to be like a control freak. Like there was certain characteristics that people perceive about certain roles, right? Yeah. When I became the coach, I had to be more gentle. I had to be more caring. I had to be more like a father figure, right? As you are a pastor or as you become a pastor, you have to become an even more fatherly figure. And what I've learned is that these things that are called character, life is just acting. And God wants us to be the best actor. And what I've learned is that you've just got to act according to the role that you've been given to the best of your ability, not what other people think about you, not what other people have to say about you. The character that you play is all about, at the end of the day, when you walk off the stage, you got to say, God, what is it that I did that was good? And what could you have solved that I could have done better? Yeah, I may didn't get it right. I probably didn't perform my roles well. Maybe I said something to that person that I should not have said. Or maybe I did it in a way that God wouldn't approve. But I'm looking for feedback, God. I want to know what you thought about me. I'm not going to my best friend to ask what did they think about the performance. I'm not going to my mom and my dad and my friends and asking them what they think. At the end of the day, I'm sitting down with God and we're getting into a conversation. I'm saying, God, what did you think about this? What were some things that I did good? And what were some things that I could have done better? And so me staying in that position making god my idol it keeps me humble it yeah. keeps me healed sure man you when you speak man <laughs> it's like i go into a state of just hearing god literally uh, it's just unbelievable man you have such a gift to speak you really do you definitely have a gift to transform and inspire and motivate and, uh, yeah just absolutely brilliant man 
just want to say thank you so much for joining us, dude. And um, yeah, we, we're gonna have to talk again soon, all right? Let's do it, man. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me, Christian. Yeah, man. God bless you, tons. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye.